0: No, get in here, get in here right now, get in here Hey, we got 30 minutes the rest of 30 minutes, 30 minutes for the rest to our line! That's no I've had first half, it ain't We beat the ball, I promise you one thing we can going to hit somebody and we'll take it down the field for a touchdown I guarantee
1: you that This is your Power Hour morning show where we interview coaches and athletes about their Waldorf sport experience And get to know them at a personal level outside of sports While enjoying a tasty cup of joe we're here week three for Power Hour podcast with Matt and Tyler. I'm here with Nigel Jenkins, our heads men's basketball coach on his 11th season so far. Been, he's our winningest coach for the four years for us since Waller has been a four year university and has been a big impact throughout the Warriors his previous 11 years. So, how are you doing today?
0: Not too bad. Not too bad.
1: Fall's here, weather's changing, uh,
0: season's right around the corner, so can't complain too much.
1: Yeah, i had to bring up the sweatshirt and get in almost almost cold weather now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as long as, as long as the that, that white stuff
1: doesn't start falling on the ground, we'll be okay. I don't want to stay away from that snow. Yeah, I agree. So we're just gonna start by introducing you, where are you from, how do you when did you start basketball? So Yeah, uh well I'm originally from Chicago. Uh it's where
0: where I was born and, and raised, uh, inner city Chicago on the south side and Uh, so I'm a Bears fan, Bears, Bears, White Sox fan, Bulls fan, obviously, but, uh, you know, I started playing basketball, man, I think uh, I probably had to be about six, seven years old, Um, got introduced to basketball, uh, football and baseball, and basketball just kind of the route I decided to go um, until high school, I think, well, it was in my junior year, I played baseball for the first time, but... uh, but uh, basketball has just kind of been my passion, been my love for a very, very long time. Uh, you know, after after high school, uh, went to Division One Western Illinois, uh, redshirted there for a year, um, then went and played two years of junior college ball before ending up at uh, University of North Dakota uh, and played Division Two ball to finish my career. Um, but you know, during that time at Western, um, that's kind of where I I had to try to figure out what I want to do with my life. Um, And I knew I didn't want to go back home to Chicago. I knew that for a fact. But um, growing up throughout high school, I I did a lot of after-school programs with uh, elementary kids and and middle school kids. And so that kind of started my whole thought process of coaching. And also we had outdoor basketball tournaments that I was a part of. And so one year, uh, I think I might have been 13. It, it was a, it was, I was 13, but I played the previous year, the 12 and under group, and they moved it to 13 and under. Uh, and they told me I couldn't play. And they said, you, you got drafted to play with the 17 and 18-year-olds. So I'm playing up, but they're like, hey, this team, they, they need a coach and that team happened to be my former team and so now i'm coaching my best friend and then so i, I started doing that for years and i said you know what that's it that's what i want to do uh, i want to be a coach and i knew i wanted to coach college ball um and so picking the university of north dakota had it was a big influence with me going up there knowing that that coach at the time which was rich glass he, he was a longtime coach there uh i knew he would help me and well, I knew and trusted that he would help me get into the coaching profession, and he did as soon as I was done. And so before I came here to Waldorf, I was an assistant coach for nine years. Um, so I had been around the block a little bit, uh, was uh, was at Division three, was at uh, Division two as well, um, and then now here I am at NAIA and never left. So uh, year number 11, it's going by really fast. and. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. It's very rewarding to help young men grow into adults and uh, help these guys try to figure out their 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 life path. You know what what they want to do, and you know I'm here to guide and give them different perspectives of things I've been through and all while playing
1: basketball. You know, so it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, I just gotta got <clears throat> shout out the University of North Dakota. It's my hometown. yeah born and raised in Grand Forks. So yeah, I definitely know. I know Glass as a coach, and yeah. I think I thought it was crazy when I first when I first talked <laughs> to you, and I was like, University of North Dakota, no way. Like, you know how bad I've struggled my whole entire life for that weather up there. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a different type of cold. Um, uh, I say it when we
0: go play Mayville, I'm like, Yo, you guys have no idea what cold is until you've been up here, uh, because it, it's it's so flat up there. There's nothing to block the wind, and and so with that wind chill, if they say that wind chill is negative. Forty-five,
1: 50. it's negative forty-five, fifty, and and uh, it's it's just different, you know Definitely a big time difference. We always say it's our reference We say if you want to feel cold as in North Dakota, you go into go into a full-size freezer Wear your boxers <laughs> and stay there for 20 minutes and you're almost as cold as it needs to be to be there <laughs> Yeah, that's our reference every time. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, so when it came to coaching, you said you learned it, you got taught during college too, and you began at a very young age of coaching. Yeah. I kind of go through that too now in my bowling experience. I'm kind of trying to become a coach too, and like mm-hmm. learning different ways. So I'm injured this year, so I'm a student assistant. Okay. So learning how to become a coach and get into, I'm a very people person. I'm able to talk to anybody and everything oh. like that. And I figured, I found out that that's one of the most important like traits you need to have to be Absolutely. able to yeah. coach different people with different flaws, like different ways. Yeah. And just learning that stuff so knowing that there's hearing people I love hearing people's like coaching stories because you never know what's yeah. gonna come some people come and they didn't know until college or last year yeah and some people learn when they're like how you were near 12 or 13 and just like yeah went down early yeah it's just fun
0: and my, my whole perspective when it when it came to coach especially when I was younger was you know teach what you know you know that at the end of the day teach what you know and me I, I was always a defensive guy so I would always preach defense, rebound, and share the ball on the offensive end, and let whatever else happens happen. So um, I never try to reinvent the wheel, so to speak. You know, I like to keep it simple for our guys, and I think most of my players will probably tell you, if not all, um, you know, it, it's what I do isn't really hard. It, it's just not. It's a player-friendly type of system that I run, um, and uh, they have a lot of freedom. They just have to play within their roles on the team so uh, but you know again I, I'm, I'm teaching what I know it's not it's not that I'm trying to teach something that I've never done or seen before and things of that nature I mean yes as a coach you want to try to keep get, get better stay with different trends do, do, do you do your research always be a constant learner um, but uh, I never want to be in a position where I feel like you know I'm trying to teach
1: something I've never done before yeah and definitely with the reinvent the wheel I that's like I love that saying like you, instead of reinventing it, you just keep it turning. You make yep. it turn faster and turn yep. better. And you work with like, you don't want to change someone completely. You want to just make them better at what they do. Because yep. each person is so different. And that happens in every sport. Why does it seem like like you see coaches that try to reinvent the wheel very like, yeah. late in the years. And then it messes them up really like, yeah. it's hard for them to change big stuff like that. Absolutely. I mean, you, you got to stay with the trends,
0: but at the same time, know your kids. You know and uh, as long as they're playing to their strengths um and try to get better at their weaknesses along the way um <clears throat> you know most of the time kids will develop really well uh, the hardest part is though is sometimes convincing a kid hey you're not as good as you think you are at that is actually a weakness you know and you know so being able to point those things out and get through to a kid be like look chill on this for a year Get better at it on, on time, but our team needs you to do this, um, which you're really good at, and so that sometimes uh, can be a little tricky, um, you know. But uh, the good players, they'll they'll take that coaching and they'll do what it takes to to be successful for the team and and things like that. But yeah, it's uh, it can be a little tricky at times when when some guys don't want to buy into that, so to speak.
1: Yeah, sometimes they gotta like gain their trust in a new way because they've been living their life for 18 years before they come here and they have never, they only they only met you through the recruiting process usually. Yep. And just like gaining it right away is very hard. I feel like it seems like it almost takes like a semester <laughs> every year yeah. so I, I like, even with the, our new guys too, it always takes like the first semester. First semester's usually a little rougher, yep. like just listening, but then as soon as, then it clicks for them, I usually like, I don't know what it is, like yeah. person's break, I swear. It's,
0: it takes time it go. takes time and uh, you know I, I said especially to all my young kids all, all the the freshmen like you know don't be in a rush to try to be great you know just take your time develop it'll come um, and we've had some kids who at, you know at freshmen they come in they will potentially start they would be starting um, and they struggle a little bit and it's okay to struggle. You know, everybody want to be perfect all the time. And that's just honestly not life. You, you're just not always going to be per- perfect. So, um, you know, you just got to keep working at it, keep working at it, and you'll you'll get better at what you want to do.
1: Yeah. And I guess that's definitely, like, how I look at it, too. Just kind of like you got to – you have four years. You don't need to rush the first – First yeah. month, and it's a, it's a marathon. It's not yeah. a sprint. You Absolutely. can't you can't wear yourself out the first year in the first semester. You got to r- work it through. Yeah. You can handle more the longer you do it. Too, you get more adapted to it, and then you can start getting working on other things and get better the other ways. Yeah, yeah. And then we're gonna talk a little bit now about like the season preview of this team.
0: Yeah, um, our team. Uh, I'm really excited. It's been a while since I've been this excited for for. For a team this team has a ton of potential um we have depth we have size we have athleticism we got guys that can shoot the ball um, we got defensive guys uh we got guys who can distribute the ball i mean we we have a little bit of everything and uh you know it's a, it's a different style that we're going to play this year um there there's going to be some some pressing um so we'll be playing a little bit more full court basketball as opposed to half court it's what i usually do Um, and it's because we I feel like we have the depth to do that that's the only reason we 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 do stuff like that so um, but I'm really looking forward to it you know we got four returners uh, four by five stars back from last year Um, uh, two of those four are are all conference kids Um, one's conference leading score Um, and you know we have uh, some transfers that should make an impact right away for us Um, some bigs and and a lot of young kids, a lot of young kids on the roster, um, but uh, they're, they're talented. And, uh, you know, sometimes, again, with those young kids, they have, to, they have to wait their turn, you know, so to speak, and uh, get stronger, grow, and learn. And uh, But I really, really like what we can potentially become uh it's not gonna be easy though um, our, our schedule is not it's not uh, uh cupcake city so to speak you know it, it's we got some really really good teams on our schedule so we
1: we're gonna have to play our best ball yeah definitely i went to watch your guys scrimmages and i noticed the first thing looking at the bench you have no room for leg room on that <laughs> bench you guys are lengthy <laughs> this year here they're long and yeah. they're all up there their knees yeah. to their chests it seemed like and everything and yeah, yeah, it's crazy to see how much length especially the last year, I think it was like Ferg, Tristan Ferguson was probably one of your bigger guys, and this year he's just kind of in the middle of the pack. Yeah. It's crazy how much difference it, Like, it looks so different, too. Yeah,
0: yeah, but I think our average height is probably about 6'4, six, 6'5. Six, um, and we are definitely long, that, that's for sure. And um, rebounding is not supposed to be an issue for us. It's not, but, you know, it, it's still about want. You know, we have to want to go get the ball, and we can't sit back and wait for other people to to go rebound we have to want to do it ourselves but uh but yeah it it is definitely different um this is easily one of my bigger teams that I've had over the years and um yeah it's gonna be fun you know we we open up uh this coming Wednesday uh against Iowa Wesleyan
1: and on the road and I'm I'm really anxious I'm really excited to see how we do yeah with this no cupcake city uh schedule you're talking about I noticed your first six games are on the road so you're gonna have a lot of miles on the bus. Yep. And you're gonna get some they're gonna have to learn how to grow some legs off the, of you know, off the bus and going out to play and getting ready and prepared right away. Yep. So how do you think that affects the newcomers not having the fans behind them and being at home court for the first six games?
0: Um, honestly I think we're gonna be just fine. And the reason being is that, you know, at the end of the day, having fans and, and people there supporting you is is great. But it's those guys that are on the floor together, they're in that locker room together. Those are the ones that have to go win it you know they they have to go play well together and so it gives us a time to uh kind of develop an attitude you know uh you know us against the world type of attitude you know and so um but the experience that we have i think that's going to be able to help the young guys out with this type of a stretch uh, in that six game stretch we 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 have some teams in there who are probably going to make it to the national tournament you know, I mean, it's, that, that's what I mean by it's, we, we have a pretty tough schedule. And uh, so it, it'll be fun. Uh, we'll get some miles in. They'll, they'll learn the uh, tricks of the trade of being on the road, how to, you know, get proper sleep, still study, um, uh, and mentally prepare to, to do battle because the non-conference is set up so that once we reach January and we get to conference play, or conference play is Friday, Saturdays. so we have to learn now how to prepare for that and uh, the way this non-conference schedule is set up with the tough teams and the heck even division two and division one um, as a part of our non- non-conference
1: schedule uh, it'll get us ready for the conference season for sure yeah definitely not taking it easy in the non-conference games definitely sets you up for better because you play against competition you play at their level Yep. and you get to learn from how they are too it's not. It's also like the learning experience with the, playing the big teams like that too
0: yep yep and uh, you know it's not always going to be you know pretty on the road and it doesn't have to be you know it, it can be ugly and uh, as long as we find ways to win ugly you know while, while we're learning and growing that's, that's the big thing for me you know and so um, there'll be moments where everything will look great and there'll be moments where it's gonna be rocky and we have to be able to overcome that and to be a championship caliber team you have to learn to win on the road and so to have the first six start off on the road um, you
1: know we'll, we'll have some growing pains, but I think at the end of the day we're, we're gonna be doing all right yeah So yeah I'm excited to watch it I'm excited to see it happen um, this team, I, I had a feeling too. With this team, I was looking through and I was doing my research for. i broadcasting the games. I was like, mm-hmm. this is going to be a good team. I, I could feel yep. it. Yep. It's uh, we definitely have some really, really high
0: aspirations. Um, but you know, we got to take it one practice at a time and one game at a
1: time, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's a great outlook on it. And then you got a new assistant coaches here, and Demetrius Martin, yep. former player. So does him being a former player reflect the coaching style that you guys do together at all? uh no the best part
0: about having a former player here and he's he's actually the second former player that i've hired as an assistant here um he knows exactly what i want and how i want to get done and he just went through it so his relationship with the guys is it's pretty tight you know i mean he could easily get on the floor right now and go through everything with them um, so he he's not that far removed but yet he's extremely smart and very mature uh, about his approach to the game, and um, he's trying to pass that knowledge down to uh, those guys in the locker room. And so, um, so I'm really, really grateful to have uh, D back here. And uh, you know, I just think uh, from a coaching standpoint, um, man his ceiling is so high. Um, because his iq is really high and uh he, he's a hungry guy so i'm really looking forward to continuing to develop his game uh you know from a coaching standpoint point
1: um his knowledge as well uh I, I know he'll do great things when it's all said and done yeah and then i have to say i was talking to your players and they told me i had to ask questions about your daughters so i i just asked a one. like so they've been born since they've been born. They've been basketball. has been with them since you've been in basketball your entire life. Have, yeah. have they tried basketball themselves? Um, they they have a little bit. Uh, it, it's funny you should mention that
0: because uh, next Wednesday as well is my oldest daughter Maya. Um, you know she's in fifth grade now, and she will start uh, practicing uh, with with basketball on the fifth grade team. So uh, she'll get going, uh, even though softball's her number one sport, she, she still likes to play. Uh, I ain't gonna say she loves to play, she likes to play right now. Uh, we'll see where it goes from her from, from her standpoint. I know my youngest, Cleo, she's eight, and uh, that, that girl's such an athlete. Uh, she just kinda does everything well. Uh, she plays basketball, soccer, uh, freaking track, she runs well, softball, mean, she can kind of do whatever she puts her mind to Uh, and she does it really well I mean even with soccer she's she did it at the Y this past year and she's out there sliding on the floor and trapping balls so they don't go out of bounds kick safes from from kids from trying to get goals and nobody taught her that stuff and her timing to hit each ball was it was insane like i I was even in awe like i'm not a soccer guy i don't know (laughs) and uh, i was at every soccer practice and they didn't work on that stuff and she just naturally did it and so um it's just things like that it's it's pretty neat to see um so i don't know if they're they're truly gonna go the whole basketball route but uh you know i think if they put their minds to whatever they'll be just fine and uh they they've been around it long enough they see it all the time heck even whenever infants i'd be at practice holding them in my, my, in my arm blowing a whistle and they're still asleep. you know it's just, so it's just so second nature for those guys and uh and sometimes they can point some things out and they'll be like man he didn't play very good today or this or that and it's i'm like really okay how about you go tell him that now so uh sometimes they they will and uh but uh, it is great having them around, and they, they come on some road trips with
1: us as well, and um, they just kind of like my little assistant coaches, is what I call them. So. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I love seeing them at every game, and every, and they're always, they're so energetic and just happy to be there, and just, yep. just, yeah. their, uh, just them being there is a big difference too. And it just, yeah,
0: absolutely, and uh, obviously I love, love my kids, but I, I'm very blessed and fortunate that they are low-maintenance kids. Uh, I mean I don't have to worry about them bouncing off the walls and they, they'll they'll handle their business they'll have fun they'll be kids but um, they're kids I really don't have to worry about a lot at least at this point we'll see
1: what happens as they get older but right now they're they're really good kids yeah and so just my question about them too like so you being a college coach do you when you look at it in the future wise do you ever look at it like how like with sport wise how they could pursue a specific sport in college
0: you know my rules with them is that they can go do whatever they want I will support them um I really wouldn't want them to play hockey but uh, but they can they can go follow their dreams follow their passions you know and you know I look ahead to the future and I, I've actually I've thought about it if they if they play basketball I'm gonna have a decision to make. If I'm gonna continue coaching or not, because uh, I'm not gonna be that dad who is not at my kids' games supporting them. And obviously, our seasons, they're, if they're basketball season in high school or college, they're gonna collide with, with our schedule. So, therefore, uh, something's gotta go, you know? And, um, you know, I, I don't push them towards basketball, softball, anything. I just told them, you figure out what you wanna do and you try to be the best you can be at it and that's going to be there for you no matter what you know so um so i thought about the future a little bit if they went basketball wise that that's the only sport really that can put me in a tough spot but besides that any other sport
1: uh, i'll be there one way or another that just like i don't know that was pretty that one hit me pretty good there i feel like yeah. that, that was a that was probably the best way i could have heard someone describe that and that it's, it's like means a lot to me too. just hearing someone about saying like wanting to be there for everyone and everything like I've had that my entire life I've been fortunate enough I had my parents go to my games and I had everything yeah. and like just hearing that even like with how busy you are and making sure you put them first it's just like
0: oh absolutely you know, absolutely Every, everything I do is for them and and they know it too and um, you know we'll, we'll see what the future holds I mean honestly I didn't know if I didn't know if my 10 year old, I didn't know if Maya was gonna play basketball because she's only played basketball against other people twice. And uh, last summer was one where she, all of a sudden she's going, she's in fifth grade going against an eighth grader in my basketball camp. And eighth grader turns, give her an elbow right to the sternal and she takes it. And later in the camp, she's just like, man, dad, I, you know, I just thought basketball, I just want to do this for fun. like." So, and she was having a tough time because she's going against older kids and it was a very competitive group. And so I'm like, well, you know, playing against older kids is only gonna make you better. So, uh, but at the end of the day, I'm like, you, you do what you want. And then sure enough, when Parks and Rec said, hey, we're putting together this team, I knew her softball team and softball coach, they, they were gonna get together. And uh, I knew this past summer that it was gonna come up. And sure enough, it came up, and to my surprise, I brought it to her. so hey, just so you know, your friend's probably going to ask you to play. You're going to have a decision to make. And she's like, yep, playing. No hesitation. You know, and I was like, wow. Alright, that talk went a lot easier than I expected. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so it was, uh, it was pretty neat. So now uh, she'll start her practices and stuff, and I mean, I won't be at every practice and things like that, but the, the games and stuff, I'll definitely make those, but um, it'll be fun to watch and just I just want to see her have fun have fun and learn and grow and um, because honestly at this age it's re- that's what it's really
1: about you know just developing their skills and their love and passion for something that's really it yeah and sounds like in the long run they're gonna be able to have like our those coaches like the kids that we want to have like the passion can wait and like get better over time and like they're gonna have, they're gonna be those one just because of their personal traits. Now already, it just sounds like they're gonna grow right into that. Yeah, and follow yeah. the footsteps.
0: Yeah, they they will be good. And um, I think for Halloween, I got my my oldest is she's gonna be Maya Moore. Um, nice. So obviously, legendary WNBA basketball player and um, Cleo. Surprisingly, she says she's gonna be a cheerleader. And so she's got her cheerleader outfit with the pom poms and whatnot. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well. I guess I'll be a referee, so I'll throw in a referee shirt and a hat and a whistle, and I think we got our bases covered. <laughs> so,
1: can oh, yeah. get much better than that. Yeah,
0: so oh. we'll, we'll see how it goes,
1: but it, it should be it should be a fun night around for, for Halloween, that's yeah. for sure. Well, I think that's all I got. I appreciate it for having you. That Absolutely. was a great conversation. I meant, meant a lot to me too, just hearing the different perspective and stuff, and how you've been know, able to grow as a coach in your assistant years and your head coach now here years. And even as a player and just knowing that the chance there is to progress and go through the passion of everything is always there yep absolutely and uh you know waldorf uh, i'm forever grateful because
0: they they gave me an opportunity um i mean heck i think i was about 31 years old 30 years old um you know they gave me an opportunity to, to to lead you know and uh i know those opportunities as head coaches in the in the collegiate world is is tough it's really really tough to get a head job and Um, So I've been very, very blessed and grateful to be here. Um, Now I just want to try to reward them with finally giving us a conference championship, and we've been close over the years. We've been ranked top 25 in the nation as high as 15. Uh, We've beaten a Division II team before. I mean, we've done some good things here, but we haven't won a conference championship. We haven't been to the national tournament. So those goals are definitely on the to-do
1: list, hopefully sooner rather than later. Yeah, you know, Walter's very lucky to have you, too, though, and, like, I think even more than just the basketball standpoint, just having the body and your, just how you are and how you, how you act with everybody and just, like, makes a huge difference as well, too. Yeah, well, I, I definitely appreciate the kind words, man, and, again, thanks for having me,
0: and, you know, hopefully uh, we can meet again sometime and, uh, you know, during the season and, you know, kind of catch up and see where we're at hopefully in the winning situation but uh you never know you never really know and uh but I think it's gonna be a lot of fun you know that first home game against Mount Mercy the week before Thanksgiving I think uh
1: hopefully we'll we'll give the fans something to to really see and something to get behind yeah and I'll be up in the up in the booth calling the game that for you guys there so I'm excited for that too good 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 all right well I think we're gonna have a wrap there so thank you again awesome no problem No problem at all, very good Angel.